Catholic business professionals. Networking. Opportunities. Sharing the Catholic faith. Giving back to the church community. In Catholic business, principle matters. Is how you lead at work and in your personal life intentional? Was this year simply a repeat of last year with your job? What about in your personal life? Do you have any real sense of how to accomplish the work God has called you to do? And what about next year? Welcome back to Principal Matters, and thank you for joining us today. This is Mark Meyer with my co-host Michael Lynn, and today we'll be discussing how to develop a strategic vision for your business and your life. First and foremost, as always, Michael, let's begin with the prayer. Thank you, Mark. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, as I experience success in different ways, I pray I will always give you the glory. Keep my head level. Help me not to become bloated with pride and false importance. It is so easy to feed on the sweetness and compliments rather than on the hard corners of your truth. God, build up my self-control so that I am protected from the desire to stuff my ego in empty words. I pray that you see me as a person of substance and integrity. Let my honor come from my association with the King of Kings. Amen. Amen. I hope my introduction is not going to be some indication of uh, how this show is going to go. I had a tongue twist in the beginning. I said player, not prayer. <laughs> I think I, so, anyway. I think I caught on to prayer myself. Do you have a, a player? Bit. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> um, well, well, th- in thinking about developing a strategic vision, I first started thinking about the Bible and, and whether or not any leaders were strategic thinkers. Now, obviously, we know there were, right? And um we clearly see in Scripture that Moses was a strategic thinker and had to be, um, or at least he learned to be, right, the hard way. Well, Mark, I think all successful people and whatever they do are strategic leaders and thinkers. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and, and like Moses, I was thinking of, a, of a, a, you know, an example. Um, you know, he was struggling as a leader at one point when he started to lead the nation of Israel out of Egypt. And his father-in-law Father-in-law, I, I'm being tongue-twisted today. His father-in-law, Jethro, he came to see him after the incredible things God was doing. And Jethro observed that Moses was overwhelmed with the burden of leadership, as we all have been. And he shared with him a God-given plan, which was a strategy, more or less, for dealing with all of the issues he was facing. So Jethro taught Moses how to establish a strategic plan by delegating the work among many. So as a result, the human resources that were available to Moses were used effectively and the goals were in fact accomplished. So Moses was also thinking strategically when he sent the spies to Canaan, if you recall that story, Mm -hmm. right? So I think similar things happened even with Joshua and David. So in the Old Testament, you can think of many leaders um, and, and, and it's filled with examples of leaders who did establish strategic plans and carried them through. So what about the New Testament? And let's begin with Jesus himself. I certainly believe that Jesus was very strategic in his thinking. He began his ministry by, think about it, he recruited his leadership. <laughs> he continued by coaching and counseling them. He then taught them and developed them into the leaders that they became. He imparted his wisdom upon them. He also gave his understanding and knowledge to them. 
always led by example. And finally, he sent them on to the ends of the earth <laughs> to accomplish the mission. His strategy also included public teaching and working miracles. So, you know, when, but when you think about his entire life, his strategy ultimately took him to the cross <laughs> yeah. and then to death and through resurrection. Jesus knew the plan for redemption before he was even sent to earth, right? Right. So in establishing that, I mean, there was a strategy. There was a plan the whole way to accomplish the mission. And, and, and you think about when Peter and Paul were establishing the early church. They certainly laid out and executed against their own strategic vision. That, you know, you think about their missionary journeys, and it took them to faraway places. But where did they go? They went where they could best influence the greatest number of people. So think about all of the leaders within the Bible, even in that context. In my view, they were all strategic. And they were strategic within in their life and what they lived, Mark. And it's, besides, when we think of strategic, we think maybe a planning future and, 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 and trying to make things happen in the ways we want them to. But really strategic is living within the life that we live today with our love for God and giving it to him to help us give direction to strategically plan the path that we're going to accept <laughs> the path that Amen. we're going on. And that's, and, and, and it's, it's kind of, you know, that word strategic. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, all great leaders have a strategy because you cannot not have a strategy and the strategy in unison with the Holy spirit and God gets you the path to the ultimate end, which is to be with Christ up in heaven. And, and I think that sometimes strategically we, we seem to get maybe caught up in, in trying to do things our way and, and getting lost in, 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 in planning when actually if we give it to him, the strategic plan is his, which all we have to do is follow in his footsteps with what he's given us and we'll be there. No, no doubt about it. And, and, you know, in thinking about again, the Bible and all the leaders in the Bible, I mean, I, I could only surmise that God expects us to plan. Mm -hmm. And, but the question is, does our secular strategic planning, the models that we have and we have used in business all these years, right? Does it begin with setting our hearts and minds on God as the beginning and the end of the process, right? While being attentive to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21 says, many are the plans of the human heart, but it is the decision of the Lord that endures. <laughs> that summarizes what you were just saying. Yeah. It's, it's, and, 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 you know, when I get up every morning, I plan to get, serve the Lord. That's, that's my strategic plan. And, and I feel a lot of my planning as, as I go through life and especially being in, involved with the community is, is doing what we're doing right here. Principal matters, the radio show, you know, and, and being in a position to, to hopefully reach out and share our knowledge and what we go through on a daily basis and hopefully give application to other listeners to bring into their workplace and influence them. And then as we sit on boards in the local community and the service that we do, you know, everybody's watching you and your parish and, and whatever lector, lector, if you're involved in that way, or some of the other community service projects that we do, you know, we are strategically planning for our ultimate goal, yep. which is heaven, to be with the Lord. That's right. And, and so, you know, it might beg the question, 
um, what is a strategic plan and how does it help us? And you've started to go into that. Um, and whether or not a strategic plan is used for a business or a school or a family or an individual, a strategic plan is nothing more than a tool that is used for one purpose and one purpose only. That's to help us do better. <laughs> so if you think about that, right, it keeps us focused on the end goal. It keeps us focused on the mission. And so the only thing a strategic plan is good for is to help us improve and help us do better, to focus our energies and resources towards working towards, oh, I should say towards working towards the same goal. I am having tongue twisters today <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and to give us guidance because that's right. That's what we need. Yeah. And they're also used to assess and adjust direction in response to a changing environment. So there's been times where things have changed in the course of business, as an example, overnight. And we've had to d develop a strategic plan to initiate change. Well, we'll be right back with our next segment. You're listening to Principal Matters, developing strategic vision for your life and business. This is a Young Catholic Minute. What's wrong with girl watching? God made them pretty on purpose, right? Yes, he definitely did, because he wants us to be attracted to them, attracted enough to love them, to enter into marriage, and to give up our lives for them. But is that what girl watching is? Nope. You know what it is? <laughs> yep. Girl watching is a sure ticket to never really becoming a man. Real men love heroically, with commitment and sacrifice, and when they see true beauty, they serve it. They don't try to make it serve them. What if Aragorn and Lord of the Rings had gone chasing after that blonde girl? Or maybe just for a little while. Now, Aragorn knew that even a little girl watching would make him a boy and prevent him from doing the manly tasks before him. The ring would never have gotten destroyed, he'd never be king, and he'd never marry his queen. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. This is Principal Matters. Welcome back once again to Principal Matters. This episode, we're talking about developing a strategic vision for your business and your life. And when before we went on break, we were talking about what is a strategic plan and how it helps us. We were defining it, and um, we were talking about strategic planning also being used as a to, as a tool in business and your personal life. Quite frankly, um, it. Strategic planning itself is a disciplined effort to produce fundamental decisions and actions that shape and guide who we are, what we do, why we do it, and it focuses on the future. It defines and aligns, I like that, <laughs> a mission and a vision, right? So why is developing a strategic vision important? And how can we align it to our Catholic values? Well, Michael had alluded to it in the first segment when he was talking about it being a key component of planning for success towards achieving your mission. And I don't right. think that was your exact words, but that's pretty much what you were saying. Summarize, yes. That's correct, Mark. And, 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 and you mentioned we talked about break even, you know, about life and business, which is strategic planning. I mean, is it one? And, 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 and because ultimately we are trying, while we exist on the face of this earth, we are trying to achieve 
that true love and, and be with Christ in the end. Right. And so, you know, is it two? Is it one business? Is it your personal life or do we make it as one? Yeah. And I, well, you know, and I, I think that oftentimes we, we set different visions. I remember uh, when I was first married, I mean, our wife, my wife and I, we, we sat down and we developed our strategic plans on our finances, you know, buying our first home. Um, starting education funds for the children or retirement funds, right? And, and talking about where we were going to spend money and how budgets. Um, that was all part of strategic planning. And, and, you know, you talk about a strategic plan, it helps you to prepare a realistic vision for your future is what it does, for your personal life or business. And so often, Mark, you're, you're accurate on what you, when, you know, given the example of your wife and you, when you got marriage, you know, but do we sit with our spouses and our family and, and have these strategic planning sessions, so to say, as we call it, uh, you know, with, with what we are doing with Christ and the Lord and, and living our daily lives. And, and besides just going to church every Sunday, besides doing a little extra on a daily basis, besides, you know, telling someone, God bless you, or going out of your way to, to show the love that you have that Christ gave you, you know, and are we doing this and planning strategically with the people closest to us besides ones that we're forced to plan with, which is seems to be our businesses. Right. And that's where I find myself caught up in. Well, and I, and I think, you know, again, you know, when we talk about business, sometimes um, I use that ch- uh, term interchangeably with even our personal life, because nothing stops us from developing a strategic plan for our personal life as well as business. But in terms of business itself, the purpose of strategic planning is to set overall goals for your business and to develop mm-hmm. a plan to achieve them, right? Right. So it involves literally stepping back out of your business. You know, literally getting out of your business for a day and stepping out of the day-to-day operations and asking, where's your business heading? And what should the priorities of the business be? And you can do the same thing again with your personal life. So again, as we go through and talk about this, um, and, and the elements of strategic planning, think about it also in terms of your personal life. So let's just talk about growing a business for a second. So making that decision to try to grow your business, it also means embracing the risk that come with growth, right? That's right. So spending time on identifying exactly where you want to take your business, how are you going to get there? It should help you to, to basically take charge and manage those risks and the growth accordingly. So as your business becomes larger and more complex, the formulation of a strategy also needs to become more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. And so to do that, you might want us to um, start to collect and analyze a wider range of information about your business, both how it operates, how conditions are developing, you know, when you look at your competition and your current and potential markets. So there is a difference, though, between strategic planning and developing a business plan, right? That's correct. Strategic planning is about determining the direction which you want to take your business. And by contrast, the purpose of the business plan is to provide the detailed route, the map, if you will, how it's going to take you in your desired direction. So effective strategy development requires a shift in focus from day-to-day concerns to a broader, more long-term business options, if you will. And it's funny, Mark, the differences in between the two and what I've found in the workplace and what I try to do is, is, is to our strategic vision is, is hopefully one that 
it is Christian and, and in Catholicism, which is the sharing and the love of each other and respect for each other, trying to see Christ in each other as we work through the day. But I think in that, you know, you get into what you're mentioning and the materialistic side about your competition and you need to know your competition and what's out there in the marketplace, but don't so much get focused on them. What you focus on is what you, what's underneath your roof and yourself whether it be at your house or in your place of business, because if by, 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 by displaying this and actually taking action to the strategic vision that uh, I think we're called to be in the community with the love of Christ, I think your, your, your response will be so much greater and will put you in a position that gives a willingness and a want for the people that are, that are with you and, and, and rather than just following you. Exactly. And I found like we get back to being called to be a leader. Everybody's called to be a leader in a certain way. Yeah. Well, and, and there are, in, in my view, three key elements of strategic planning. Um, and it's very simple. It's really question based. The first question is, where's your business now? So you got to, or mm-hmm. where's your relationship now, right? Or where's your finances now? Whatever it is you want to look at. It's the now. It's the now. The current. That's right. Okay. And so it, 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 it involves understanding as much about whatever it is, your business, your life, but understanding as much about where you are now as possible, including how it operates internally, what drives its profitability, or as an example in your personal life, you know, where's your finances um, today, um, and how it compares with where you want to be, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be realistic, you have to be detached, take out the personal, and you must be critical, both good and bad, right? I always have always looked at criticism. When people hear that word, they think of it as negative connotation. I look at criticism as being both good. There's constructive criticism. Now, it's all in how you deliver the message. But the second key element is where do you want to take it? Now, to me, that's the most important element. Where do you want to be? And that's when you say, hmm, is God going to be involved in this or not, right? Right. Is the Holy Spirit, am I going to allow the Holy Spirit to guide me? Am I going to ask the Holy Spirit every day for you know, his guidance and, and those seven Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we've talked about before. And then finally, what do you need to do to get it there, right? A lot of people dream, <laughs> but are they willing to put in the time and the sacrifices that it takes to get it there? And so, again, talking about strategic mission and, and, and developing strategic planning, the second question, as I said, where do you want to take it? That's at the heart of the strategic planning process. It can only be considered useful in the context of the other two. And then where do you want to take it is sometimes I find that we're scared, we're fearful, and, and with fear brings lack of, of, of faith in God. And so, you know, you need to have faith as long as you're going along the guideline to not have that fear in you and and. In your current position, looking back before you actually get to where you're going with it, you know, I find that what I try to do, St. Ignatius of Loyola, with the Jesuits practice a spiritual exercise, one of them is that examine of conscience. You know, every night before I go to bed, you know, I try to, for a half hour or whatever time you have, quiet time, reflect on the day from your business, your, you know, your personal life, the things that you did, didn't do, and try to take action or correct, or be aware, I guess is better said, and give it to God to help you for the next day so you can get started again and move forward with where you want to be. So you, so you know that you're working on it, so you know that you're going to be in God's grace, so you can 
hopefully get rid of the fear that you have to make that decision to move forward. Yeah, exactly. And and also I'd tell you that, you know, we often talk about priority and prioritization, balance. Um, and you should balance your vision against the practical realities of your current position. So we'll be, that being said, we'll be right back with Principal Matters, strategic vision for your life and business. For 2,000 years, we've helped the poor and comforted the sick. We've educated generations of children, developed the scientific method and college system. We support marriage and human life. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are the Catholic Church. With over one billion in our family, sharing in the fullness of Christian faith in the church started by Jesus. If you've been away, visit catholicscomehome.org today. Welcome home. Welcome back to Principal Matters. Welcome back to Principal Matters with Michael O'Lynn and my co-host, Mark Meyer. And this show is about developing a strategic vision for your life and business. How yeah. rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. And before we went on break, we were talking about the strategic plan and how it needs to be realistic. Um, and again, that goes for both in business and in your personal life. But let's talk a little bit about how do you implement a strategic plan. Um, the key to implementing objectives identified in the strategic plan is to align your goals to your mission, obviously, mm-hmm. but also to assign those goals and responsibilities with budgets, with deadlines to responsible owners. To so put in the accountability system. Absolutely. And it right. could be key employees, department heads, as an example, or in your personal life, you know, husband and wife saying, oh, okay, this will be your responsibility as me and my wife do. My wife's responsibility is to pay the bills. You know, uh, my job, I watch the revenue, she watches the expenses. So everybody has their expectations and, and discussions on the front side. Exactly. So, exactly. But most importantly, in my view, in terms of monitoring and in terms of uh, implementing um, a strategic plan is the monitoring. And mm-hmm. I was getting ahead of myself there, but um, monitoring implementation is the key. And, and you learn that if, if you've ever heard of Six Sigma um, I, I'm a Six Sigma green belt. If you ever heard of Six Sigma, that's part of it. You, you, this is a second part of the process is to monitor and using key performance indicators. And as we call them in business KPIs, um, which are nothing more than a report that monitors the ongoing progress. And so again, in your personal life, a key performance indicator might be, you know, updating a balance sheet every month and saying, okay, where are we now? Or we on target, um, you know, in terms of, let's say you set a goal of, I'm going to put 5% of my money in savings. Well, last month, my car broke down and I have to spend that. Okay, well, we're off target. How are we going to get back on target, right? Where are we going to cut? And that's the hardest part sometimes. I, I remember early in our marriage, you know, um, going for, you know, a while without cable or, or, you know, getting down to one vehicle at one point in our marriage to, to save money. And to put money in the bank account, right? To make up for that, 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 that money that we didn't have uh, to get us back on target and budget. I've always taken strategic planning and budgeting very, very seriously. And Mark, the, you know, the life is ever-changing. And that's, if you don't accept that or understand that, then you're, you, you will have problems with your family, with your business, or whatever you're doing. Because it is ever-changing and you're not in control of that. 
And the key to it is that one word you said, monitoring. And, and right. how frequent are you monitoring? The more frequent right. you monitor your plan, the more you'll stay on track, right. either with, at the house, with your family. And I find that that tends to be, I think, the biggest my, my biggest problem is that, you know, you implement if you meet back in 30 days and, or, or on a regular basis, how frequent is that? It's the longer time you give it, unfortunately, is the more you'll get off right. your plan. It's not that people don't, but if you got five people working on something, each five of them are leaders, number one. Each five of them are having these ever-changing events happen in their life on a daily basis. And so it's slowly breaking them up. And so you need to bring them back together as frequent as possible and then and, and pull them back and making sure that they're monitoring and making sure they're accountable and, and, and directing them back to the plan that you ultimately had set forth. Absolutely. Yeah, and we were talking again, and, and not to sound repetitive, but we were talking about a strategic plan must be realistic. Well, mm-hmm. let, let's deal with the first reality. The first reality is that something will change, Right. Yes. Something in life, your strategic plan will never go to plan. No. <laughs> and so the biggest, uh, I guess, fit or, or accomplishment between uh, implementation and strategy is for you to realize it's not going to be perfect um, um, from, the out, from the outset, right, from the time you start. And you're going to have to tweak your plans as you progress. And like you said, the more often that you revisit it, so if you set a date or the first Friday night of every month, you know, we're going to review our strategic plan and where we are and look at everything. Um, that's the way that you do it. And so monitoring the implementation is the key. And again, like I said, you know, call it key performance indicators or whatever you want. Um, you don't need to have this grandiose title for it. Just monitor it. <laughs> just monitor it. And people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. And then part of that is the key element of monitoring and 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 i think the more frequent that you do the monitoring the better off you are even in in, in my business and also at the house with your with, with the expectations that you set with your family your children you know your your religion and and what 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 is trying what you're trying to achieve on both sides because ultimately we are on a plan right and both so, yeah, and so why, why should we develop a strategic plan? Well, in previous show, we discussed the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and which are the gifts of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, piety, and fear of the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Don't mean to ramble through them quickly, but again, we're running out of time as always. Um, but St. Thomas Aquinas had said that the, the, the first four of those gifts direct the intellect, namely wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and counsel. And since we all have gifts from the Holy Spirit, right, that were given to us at baptism. But they differ according to the grace given to us. Each of us is called to exercise those gifts accordingly. Mm-hmm. Now, through the catechism of the Catholic Church, it is understood that all spiritual gifts are divinely bestowed upon individuals. And because these gifts are freely given by God, they cannot be earned or merited. And so, in a nutshell... It's to be used for the benefit of others, right? Right. And so it's called for us to strategically plan so that we can use our time to the best of our ability as well as our talents. So unfortunately, that's all the time we have. So we're going to go ahead and end with a prayer. Okay, Mark. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, we thank you for the many gifts you have given to each one of us, and we thank you for always accompanying us along the way. 
Thank you for providing us with the gifts of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and counsel through your Holy Spirit in order that we may respond to your call. Please guide us and help us as we plan for our business and our families so that your will be done. And so we, your people, are strengthened in our discipleship and guided in stewardship with the gospel message of joy and love proclaimed in word and deed ever more clearly. We ask these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Principal Matters is a production of Catholic Community Radio.